0: I'm a few days late. You know, what's another couple of minutes? What's another three minutes? It's just, it's all, you know, still sand slipping through the hourglass of time before the inevitable descent into the void. Guys, I'm back. Don't worry. Inform your son he no longer needs to cry. Wipe the tears from his face. Smack him, roughly. Then give him a biscuit. Because your baby boy is back. Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, long fucking long weekend, twice the length of uh, normal. Although no, um, no time off. Uh, all workage. And um, pineapple event in uh, Bur- Birmingham. You know, Birmingham in the Midlands area. Bur- Bur- Birmingham. There's not much to do, and they all talk queer. Um. Yeah. Wedding fair, Birmingham fine you know I'm no expert on wedding fairs this one seemed fine though you know people came there. were gonna get married 95% women um the lads obviously uh, Saturday you know this bar still sports has told us Saturdays are for the boys um what was fun though it was at the custom factory in Birmingham don't know if you've been there um, sorry that I didn't meet up with any of the Birmingham lobsters. There was no, there was no spare time, I'm afraid. Um, but in the Custard Factory now, the Custard Factory is in an area called Digbeth, and in Digbeth now uh, there are clubs and street food things and activities. It's kind of like um, a theme park for people on first dates. It's got everything, literally everything you could possibly want, indoor. Crazy golf, uh, ping pong tables, laser quest, VR, go-karting, street food, you know, various different bars, nightclubs, it is literally, it's a theme park for millennials on, on first dates, first, second and third dates. You know, when, when you need, the dates where you need an activity to fill the gaps, Um, because you've nothing really to say to each other, despite the fact that you know you're there to kind of, you know, learn everything about another person, Uh, yet um, all you can ask them is how long they've been on Tinder for. Um, So it is useful to then have table tennis so you can fucking thrash them at table tennis and really to assert dominance, Um, even in the very, you know, beginnings of a potential relationship. I do think it's important... Oosh, fucking just absolutely just show no mercy no thoughts about just trying to get a bit of back and forth bit of banter just, just no warm-up either just like all right well straight straight to the game you know normal rules you know play at 15 you know you gotta win by two points like, um okay yeah, i haven't really played before right really oh well it's not gonna go well for you is it and then just bosh fucking drive it home and then after you've absolutely thrashed her three games to nil like she's not even scored a point you know then you got the vr thing i don't know some sort of like shoot them up maybe you're getting each other again give her a good thrashing you know onto the carting thrasher then you know then go to the street food get her to pay you know that's feminism isn't it you know they're they're wearing the trousers now right boys you know, might as well get them to, that you know, twenties to thirties girls are running more than boys. Get them a pay. Anyway, uh, this wedding fair. No, uh, so uh, what was fun in a way about it is that it was next door. It was in the customer factory. It was next door to what used to be a club. I don't remember what it was called. Um, it's now a clothing shop and a, and a bar slash restaurant. Um, it's split into two bits. But my first ever booking. In Birmingham, was at this this club. I can't remember the name of. It. 2005, I believe it was. Might have been 2004, but I think it was 2005. And could even have been before that. You know, could have been 2003. Anyway, it was a fucking long time ago, right? And I was excited. First gig in Birmingham. Wow, the Birmingham drum and bass scene. What would it be like? What wonderment! The nightclubs, the Oh, the fun of the fair. Oh, what will it be? Oh, the bright lights. My name in lights. You know, a star in the making. They were going to make me a star. Um, so I drove up there uh, in... Okay, so I believe I had a Toyota Corolla at the time, um, which I bought for £400 from uh, Gumtree. Okay, so that would was, 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 it was like 2005. And it was, it was a trying motor car. It, um, there was an issue with the alternator, so occasionally you had to stop and hit it with a hammer. And so then the electrics would come back on. Bit of fun. Nice nice feature. Not a bug. It's a feature. And I was driving up there and became embroiled in traffic um, because there were no sat-navs. There were no smartphones back in those days. Well, I don't know if you could really can cons- No, I don't think the iPhone had come out. And certainly, no, I didn't have a sat-nav. No TomTom don't know what it was before tom tom anyway you had printouts from weird websites and that was all i had and so i had no realization that there was going to be an enormous amount of traffic and it would be a nightmare getting into blah 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 blah. long story short i was desperate i was late very late i've told this story before many many will know um i was very late and i needed the toilet on the motorway on the m6 so i pulled over side of the road hard shoulder Get, jump over the barrier. Start taking a piss. Body decides, actually, it wants a number two. And it's going to have one right then. And it did. Um, to, against my best wishes. So, now, I'm late, and I've got poo in my pants. Nevertheless, the show must go on. Because that's fucking show business, right? You, you know, your first gig in Birmingham. you got to try and make something out of yourself. You can't go, oh, well, I've got stuck in traffic and shit myself. I've got to go home. No, you fucking get there. Do your job, boy. So... I got there, still late, so no time to sort out the aforementioned Todd in my now sodden pair of gun tees, and had to go straight onto the decks. Just hoped no one would notice the smell. Mid-set, it wasn't good. It was bad. It was everything about the club was bad. It was horrendous. There was not many people there. Of the ones that were, they were terrifying, both the women and men all of them t- absolutely terrifying. It was, when your parents imagined drum and bass raves, this is what it was like, but with only about 10% of the amount of people there. Um, it was mainly MCs, and if they weren't MCs, they were trying to be MCs, or they were trying to shag MCs. That was kind of the deal. And so, midway through my set, which, it's anyone's guess whether or not it went well, I'd think you could have put An- Andy M- mother flipping C on there, and, you know... Pff, it would have gone about the same. Uh, anyway, midway through, an MC, very large MC, terrifying uh, man, placed a bag underneath the decks and told me that um, uh, it had a it had a bottle of a very expensive bottle of perfume in it, and if anything was to happen, he would told me personally responsible for it. Uh, I didn't know what to say, so I just agreed with him as I was terrified and had poo in my pants. I'd already shit myself at this point, so you know how much worse could it get um nevertheless i finished my set um and then the man came back and the bag was no longer there so he began trying to hold me personally responsible for it uh this was a particularly terrifying experience uh, which i somehow managed to weedle out of and sort of i guess give him the slip might be a a an apt description of it i then left the club without being paid i don't know if i was how much i think i was supposed to be paid maybe 50 pounds which wouldn't have covered the petrol But first gig in Birmingham, you know, exciting times. Anyway, so I left without, again, having gone to the toilet to try and sort out the now, just like fucking uh, Tarantino movie of a scene in in my pants. And then anyone um, who is from the Birmingham area or has ever been to Birmingham will know that it's weird getting out and there are no petrol stations anywhere. It took me at least 45 minutes to find a petrol station uh, which had a functioning toilet which I could then just, you know, take take a look at what was going on down there. It was bad. It was very, very bad. Um, I, I flushed the pants. They're gone. So then I was driving back Commando and having sort of you know, done my best to get it in, so I was very considerably out of pocket, out of pants, out of luck, um, out of ambition at that point, Um, but I did play in Birmingham again over the years, and uh, even at times had had good shows there. Um, I'm I'm not saying that I'll never play there again, I hope not, but you never know, you know, I will do anything for cash, so if there are any promoters in Birmingham that want to you know, pay me just even just pennies more than the costs of getting up there. You know, I'll do it. You know, no matter how shonky a nightclub it is, no matter how full of MCs and young women trying to have sex with MCs it is, I'll be there. I'm your boy. I'm Uncle Rankin. I'm the feathery king. Lobster Pappy. Welcome to Coffee and Memes. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes, that's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh. gentlemen, um, welcome to Main Special and the Guys, um, I'm back. Don't worry about it. It will be fine. Um, I would, I would have thought, you know, that having had Friday off and Monday off, that and then two days over the weekend, um, that uh, there would be some good, you know, some good news nuggets. Nope. No fucking chance. No way. No goddamn way. Although, there are a few bits. Um, guys, the government have scrapped the plans for the online porn ban um, after laws hit kinks. Unbelievable. Uh, after multiple delays, the controversial age verification measures will not be commencing, according to the digital secretary. Um, what a surprise. I could never have predicted such a thing happening. Um, the UK government has dropped plans to block pornography websites in the UK unless they could effectively verify the age of visitors. Sky News first revealed that the age verification scheme was being indefinitely delayed back in June. Um, right, Following our report, the government claimed that the delay would only last six months. But today, Digital Secretary Nikki Morgan confirmed that the plans will not be commencing. How How learned... On the finer points of um, online tech, do you think uh, Nicky Morgan is? He's ever written a line of code? I don't know. I mean, do you think anyone in the government, you know, has any fucking clue about how the internet works in any in any form? Like, you know, have they uh, have they ever had a MySpace page? <laughs> like, someone has installed Twitter onto their phone, and that is about it. Like, and they still don't really understand it. Ed Balls being a prime fucking example. Oh, when is Ed Balls Day? Oh that's a good point actually. Um Ed Ball's Day. Uh is uh twenty eighth of April is Ed Ball's Day. Um this is the day that celebrates when Ed Balls tweeted just the words Ed Balls. Um tweet is uh here. Oh, right. No. Up, screen capture. That's the stuff. Uh, Ed Balls Day. There he is um, on the 28th of April 2011. Uh, Labour MP Ed Balls tweeted. Ed Balls. Uh, I was retweeted 25,000 times. Uh, and it 11,000 times. What's this? Never forget what they they put up. Um, <laughs> but but, but <laughs> did they, no, that must be a Photoshop. Is it? Uh, no. <laughs> so, well, I think it's a Photoshop, but it's of um, it being as a billboard poster on the tube in Ballam. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Just says, never forget the picture of Ed Balls, 28th of April, hashtag Ed Balls Day. Uh, and then he was sort of forced into, into tweeting it basically every year. Um, uh, here he is in um, 2013 saying, OK, OK. Uh, Because it would be rude not to retweet himself, Ed Balls. (sighs) Edward Balls. Ed Balls. Balls. Weird times, man. Weird fucking times. Anyway, um, in a written statement to Parliament, Ms. Morgan uh, said that the government would instead be focusing on new online harms regulation to address issues caused by children accessing pornographic websites. Pornographic websites. Right, what's that going to do? It's a new initiative to have parents just cover their children's eyes when a nudie lady comes on the internet. I did not know. Special sunglasses, special glasses that you force children to wear and they've got two hands on either side of it and as soon as the glasses detect a nudie lady or a boner on the internet just the hands just flap over. It goes, no, 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 no. No, 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 turn it off. No, 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 no. It just blocks the child's view. That would work better than their dumb fucking age verification scheme where you gotta go down the shot I've got to go and see Ramsey asking to buy a wanking card. He's gonna be like, oh man, don't do it, man. Come on. It's like you, you shut up. Yeah? Don't judge me. That's 14 this week, Mr. Rankin. Alright, thank you. The government's committed to protecting children. I'm like as if any fucking government has ever been committed to protecting children. The amount of fucking high-government pedo rings that have been exposed over the years. What... a t- fucking believable that you think these words could come out of a politician's mouth. Like, we, we've always wanted to try and give the impression to people that don't like to look too deeply into things that we have an interest in protecting children. We have interest to, interest in protecting the identity of the children that we abuse. And, you know, but... And obviously our own identities, Um, unless, of course, you know, we're we're, we're using stuff for political blackmail. (sighs) The government's commitment to protecting children online is unwavering. Adult content is too easily accessed online Uh, and needs more to be done to protect children from harm. Well, good luck. Yeah, good fucking luck. Uh, Sky News understands that the cause of most the most recent delay issue was a bureaucratic failure regarding the British Board of Film Classification, which was selected as the age verification regulator. Okay, uh, When laying the BBFC's guidance uh, in Parliament in late 2018, the government failed to notify the European Commission, as it is required to, to do of the new regulator's role undermining the legal basis uh, for age verification. So the EU fucked it up. Okay. Uh, the law was d- uh, designated to cover any website that was one, more than one-third pornographic, meaning the likes of Twitter and Reddit were exempt. Right. Okay. Tumblr? Probably not. Oh, no, they banned porn on Tumblr, and their numbers just basically fell off a cliff. Experts suggested that the law could put government ministers and other high-profile figures at risk of blackmail if their embarrassing habits were observed by hackers. Uh, figures released in 2018 revealed that there were roughly 160 attempts a day to access blocked pornographic blocked pornographic websites within Parliament. The year before, Jesus. So they're all just sat there in Westminster at their offices, trying to get on, trying to get on the porn. Okay, so that's just to the blocked pornographic websites. There must be like some sort of circulating Google doc with like access to all the all the ones that are not blocked because, you know, you'd be clever, you yeah, you're a clever developer and you, you know your market, you can make porn sites that had no reference to pornography on it, that was just all in some sort of, you know, special coded language or something that meant that it would, you could bypass the porn blockers from whatever work. You know, if that hasn't been, that must have been done. If it hasn't been done, I'm going on Dragon's Den. I've got a great idea. In addition to increasing risks for legitimate adult viewers of pornography, academic researchers and technology experts warned the measures would not necessarily protect children from the same material. The UK's domestic pornography industry also warned it was put at risk by the age verification laws. Um, Speaking to Sky News, feminist pornography Pandora slash Blake, alongside... Obscenity lawyer, Miles Jackman, said the plans would harm small business and curtail the freedom of expression by allowing multinational pornography giants to monopolise the industry. Many of the most popular pornographic websites, Pornhub, RedTube, UPorn, and uh, production studios, browsers, Digital Playground, are owned by one company, MindGeek. MindGeek stood to increase its already considerable market share by offering age verification services to smaller sites. Mr Jackman warned that the consequences socially are the extreme risk of privacy loss to any person who participates in the age verification system in order to access pornography? And he added We've been told by MindGeek that 20 to 25 million adult users will sign up to Age Verify by their estimation in the first month that age verification comes online. It's a lot of wankers, man. It's a lot of wankers. Wankers going to wank, you know? You're never going to stop them. You can't. Look, religion has tried for thousands and thousands of years. And wanking is more prevalent than ever. If anything, it's just religion has encouraged the whacking. You know, it's made whacking more desirable. You know, you make something taboo, you make it more desirable. Just whacking, man. Um, and as a consequence of that, on the basis that they do not have the greatest history of data security, there's a high probability that those people are putting themselves are risking putting their private sexual proclivities in the public domain. Um, Yeah, it's just just not really a go, is it? Uh, Right, guys, look, enough of that. Enough of the goddamn pornography. Uh, Let's ease ourselves in with a little Saturday night special new artificial intelligence called Perilous. Nice bit of gear. Accidental Coffee of Meme's Inception. It's just a meme within a meme within a meme. Lovely bit of gear. This is Perilous by Artificial Intelligence. Off their album The Series. Oh, I'm gonna enjoy going through that. That's a classy intro. Intro? Outro. That's a classy outro. Come on, it's Tuesday. I'm still just you know, I'm still just getting back into this. Four days off. I've got no anything works. <laughs> Forgotten, forgotten how reality works. Russian Popeye bodybuilder taps out in three minutes during MMA fight. This is our boy Kirill, not to be mistaken with uh, Kirill um, uh, of drum and bass artist fame. Um, this is the man who injects his arms with uh, I don't know what is it silicone, saline, some 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 bollocks, S- uh, synthol oil. Uh, in order to make them look enormous but they have a habit of looking really quite freakish anyway he's had an mma fight uh, which is a b- just wild really isn't it uh, with a blogger so that's a bit fun um I wonder how that so it didn't go well for him so we have a little Let's see how this comes on um look at the size of those guns Oh dear, this this is a low level shambles, oh dear, oh gosh, oh no, oh this is embarrassing. God, this is some real schoolyard, schoolyard stuff, oh he's tiring now, oh, he's gonna get him down, and he's down, okay, he's transitioning into full mount, okay, the blogger has got him, he's got the big Popeye boy, we're down, on his back, full mount, stretching him out, it's not a good spot, why is he tapped to that, what's wrong with you? That was absolutely pathetic. Literally, if a if a white belt on the first day of jiu jitsu tapped to that, they get told off by the coach. That's that's ridiculous. All he did was have his forearm on his throat like that. That no 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 no. Come on, Come. that. Is- that is the sort of thing you do to Larry, Larry like first week white balance <laughs> Like, like it's like it's the easiest thing to defend, but you he know, because, like he's got no base at all. Like guy on top at this point, you just roll him over. Like it's I can't believe it. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God! Oh, good. Jesus Christ! Oh, that is that's even more embarrassing than his arms. That is you shouldn't be happy about that, mate. That is that's a rough spot. Um, 23-year-old Kirill uh, Tirishin fought blogger Oleg Mongol at a gym in uh, Abakan in Russia. Although he got a few punches in uh, early on, Kirill was knocked down and ended up tapping out in just three minutes uh, by a submission that isn't even a submission. <laughs> uh, he previously faced off against Russian slapping champ okay, uh, Vasily the Dumpling uh, Kamotsky. Uh, where he was not to the ground after one hit. Not having a very good run, is he? Oh dear, so he's 0-2 at the moment. Poor Popeye. According to his manager, Alexander, the Russian is on the hunt for a doctor who can fix his deteriorating arms. That is, he is. Uh, Kirill was recently warned by medics that he is at risk of losing his arms and started a crowdfunder to send him to Europe to see a specialist. Speaking in August, Kirill said, I used to go to the gym. Uh, for the last two years before being called up for military service. In the army, I was worried that I would have a hard time and lose weight, so I decided to try uh, Synthol oil. When I finished military service, I began to transform myself and did everything at home. My mum was very worried about what I was doing. Uh, but we are okay now that she knows Synthol can be removed. Yes, yeah, fuck, mate, isn't it? That's uh, not good. Ugh, man. It's uh, bad times. When he first hit headlines in 2017, Kirill was told by doctors that using the oil could cause pulmonary embolisms, nerve damage, infection, uh, sclerosing, lib something or other, strokes, oil filled cysts, ulcers in the muscles. uh, But their warnings went unheeded. Kirill continued to inject, pumping his biceps up to an eye watering 62 centimetres, 24 inches in diameter. (laughs) Damn, sir. Oh, and it sure does look natural. Um. However, he now says the injections cause tissue fibrosis, which has resulted in necrosis. Man, that is fucked, isn't it? Um, he said, at the moment, my arms are in a bad state and are reddening. I've launched a crowdfunder to see a doctor in Europe for treatment that costs around 3 million ruples, 37 grand. I'd love to go to the UK for it. The most important thing is that the treatment is a success. <sighs> well, there's no link to the crowdfunder. So I guess he's on his own. So lad, Bible, just uh, you know, leaving him out in the wind, really, leaving him out for his big old Popeye arms to just rot. God bless him, you know. I uh, I hope he gets the help he needs. Um, new breathalysers. show how stoned you are. Great. Um, so I think these were reported on before when they were in a sort of I guess a beta stage. Uh, Hound Labs. Uh, it. It's got a little hound on it, it's got a little fucking narc hound, little rat dog. It's fucking ratting on your breath. Not on really. New breathalyzer has been invented that tests for the marijuana, and it's being called a game changer by experts. The new device is a billion times more sensitive than the ones that check for alcohol levels. Fucking hell. Uh, and have been welcomed by authorities in the States. Since marijuana is starting to be legalized recreationally, concerns have been raised about the risk of increase. Uh, of an increase in car accidents. The new devices mean that uh, it could be more likely to be legalised more widely after the tests from Hound Labs and Santec can tell whether someone's recently had THC, the main ingredient that affects you in cannabis. Speaking to the Philadelphia Inquirer, Christopher Luzner, head of the New Jersey State Association of Police of Chiefs, Chiefs of Police have said that with alcohol, You have to have over 0.08% in your blood. Uh, There's the presumption that you're intoxicated. There hasn't been a blood test or a breath test that can determine if you're impaired by the marijuana. The new tests were developed by the University of California at Berkeley and San Francisco with the help of Mike Lynn, an experienced A&E physician from Oakland and is also a reserve deputy sheriff. Blood tests can show up marijuana for up to a month ago but the new test can tell if someone has smoked or had an edible in the last few hours, just from their breath. Interesting spelling of just there. Uh, which will mean it's likely they could be used for roadside testing. Lynn said, it's about, crea- it's about creating a balance of public safety and fairness. I've seen the tragedies resulting from impaired driving up close. I have a good idea how challenging it is at the roadside to know when someone smoked pot recently. But I believe if someone's not stoned, they shouldn't be arrested. The device can detect even very low amounts of THC, and are much more sensitive than normal alcohol tests. Uh, the team has spent five years developing the device, so it can tell the difference between recent consumption and weeks old. It's also now affordable for police and employers. Oh, great for employers. The actual device is £5,000, and the single-use cartridges are £20 quid. Lynn added, Employers have the same fundamental problems as law enforcement. They need to maintain a safe workplace, but not have to worry what their employees do in their free time. Somebody can go home, smoke pot, just like you'd enjoy a glass of wine, and not test positive. Employers are facing a workforce now that has close to full employment. They don't want to be firing valuable workers, especially for something that's legal in most states. The devices are expected to go into use next year. Fucking knocks. Fucking rats. Bastards. Bastards. Whatever, man. Uh few new more more bits here. New black owls. Uh a track called Call to Mind. No, no, sorry, a tracks called Len. Um possibly named after MC Lenny Len from Amsterdam. Let's hope so. Uh nice bit though. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus, if they had one at Trickstar, they wouldn't have any DJs left. <laughs> Same me for that to give more IQ tests. Am I right, Jay? Yeah. alien intelligence that knows all. shots at D's mixing. Outrageous. Behind the strange signal there's an alien intelligence that knows all. Right, I'm organizing a fight. Lee versus D. It's plenty of hot Leon D action. Oh, I thought this one was a bit of fun. It's divided opinion in the chat. People are like, I want stuff that's different, but like not too fucking different. Right, that's enough of that ruckus. Uh, that was Black Owls' uh, a track called Len. Uh, well, L E N stands for lewd erections. Nigel, okay, lewd erect Nigel, n- okay. God bless him. Uh, man, this could be him. Man wants to track down babe station model so he can leave her thousands in his will. Or so he says. <laughs> that, that's the carrot he's dangling, is it? To try and get her to come, probably come out hiding after he's been incessantly trying to track her down. Right, well, let's see. A man is hoping to track down a model he spoke to on Babe Station so he can leave her thousands in his inheritance. Thomas Weir, who lives in Milton Keynes, says he wants to find Laura Jones. After spending a year speaking to her on the sex line and website for a year, a year For an entire year. After spending a year speaking to her on the sex line and website for a year. And finding her to be very funny and a lovely person. I'm sure she is. Speaking to Bristol Live, Thomas says that when he dies, there could be as much as 20 grand in his account. And there is no one he would rather it go to than the lovely Laura. He explained, my nephews and nieces all live aboard and are doing very well. Fuck them. I'll give it to a chat line operator. I have no children and there is no one else I would like to leave the money to. I mean, forget leaving it to charity or anything like that. <laughs> why not leave it to the babes of Babe Station? Well, why not? The fifty year old says he's worried he might be stru- he might not have long to live as he's suffered with diabetes for years and was struck down with an MRSA infection. That's rough. Uh he's also had the lower part of his right leg amputated and uses a wheelchair to get around. Do you think he's um Do you think if he fa- if 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 he finds her, he's like, Look, you know, just let us know your details and that, I'll stick you in the will. She's like, alright, here's the details, that alright, you're in the will. Do you, um, yeah, I've done you a favour. Do you think, like, you might. See your way to just, <laughs> to make an old man very happy. Uh, just ignore the gimpy leg. 20, 20 grand. Come on, it's twenty grand in inheritance. There, it's a nice little windfall. Come on, uh, he told Bristol Live, "I'm not a stalker or anything like that." Right, well, that's your first first red flag, isn't it? Um, I don't want to get in touch with her. That's not me. Uh, I think she'll spend the money wisely. She's such a lovely person. She's alone, very funny. Describing the model, Thomas said that she used to wear pigtails and told him she was forty-one. He doesn't know if Laura Jones is her real name or not. I'm guessing not. Uh, he said the model has links to an agency in Bristol, but he's unsure if she still lives or works in the area. Although Thomas is insistent that he'd like the cash to go to the model, he won't be able to do so until she's identified, because after his death, lawyers would need to contact the person to let them know. Hence, his plea to track her down. Uh, Graham uh, Southern, a legacy planner for Maplebrook Wills, told Bristol Live... For someone to receive inheritance, as much information as possible is required to identify the beneficiary. The executors of a will will have to be able to uh, find the intended beneficiary. Uh, They can be held personally liable uh, if a claim is made. Uh, So they need enough information to do that. So Laura, if you're out there, now is the time to make yourself known. There he is. Um, God bless him. It's uh, Thomas. Thomas Weir. Um, Just wants the money to go to a good home and what better home than the lovely Laura of Babe Station. I wonder how much he spent talking to her for a year on the website and the sex line for a year, speaking to her for a whole year. Spending a year speaking to her for a year. It's probably probably 20 grand. It'd be a lot more in inheritance if, uh, you know, he hadn't spoken to her for a whole year, for a year. I don't know, man. It's, uh, look, they used just really, really recently... This is the bloody... Picture they use for all the porn ban articles. This is a disgrace. I've I recognise that that bottom, I've seen it around. Talking to bottoms, uh, Instagram influencer wants to wants cut price bum lift reversed, saying it looks unnatural. Well, you can all be the judge. Uh, I think it looks fine, babe. She's, uh, she wanted to. She wasn't given a consultation by the Turkish clinic she visited. Um, looks fine. Don't worry about it. I think, you know, I just crack on. Uh, An Instagram influencer says she wants to get her butt lift reversed after having it done on the cheap when she was just a teenager. 24-year-old Sophie Elise from Oslo in Norway says she flew out to Turkey when she was 19 to get the cut-price surgery. (sighs) Cut-price bargain basement surgery. What could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? Now she says she regrets even going under the knife. Yeah. So claims the Turkish clinic did not even offer her a consultation before the surgery, and she is less than happy with the result. But there are not some red flags or some sort of alarm bells. When you go in, they go, I'm thinking about getting some butt lift, or getting a butt lift. How much is it? I'm like, Well, it's about five grand. It's about 10% of the price it costs you to have it done in Norway. She's like, all right. Yeah, no, I'm keen. They're like, all right, well, the needle's already gone in with the anaesthetic. Oh, should we have a little chanabowal? bubble? Comes out giant ass. Um, writing on a blog, the YouTuber explained, "I'm tired of having an ass which doesn't look natural." Pff, well, you know, I so am I. You know, mine is natural. So pff, th- think about that. I didn't think about consistency and what I'd look like in fifty uh, at fifty years old. Now that I'm older, I think in a completely different way, and the choices I make, whether physical or mental, should be ones I can live with forever. She says she now plans to jet out to Los Angeles to have the procedure reversed and get her natural bum back. And Soph hopes that her experience can serve as a wake up call for anyone who is thinking about getting cosmetic surgery on the cheap. Um I've thought about it, you know. Getting getting the getting the ass implants, really going full Kim Kardashian. And really it's just a lack of cash, you know. If I if I could if I could really, you know, get the Patreon up to a good level, I mean, you know, I'd have it all done, okay, I'd literally, I don't even, I think they'd have to widen the door in here with what, what I'd get done, it'd be like, literally look like they'd stuck a couple of beanbags down there, that's what I'd go for, I mean, what's that, Uh the woman, uh, Anna Nicole Smith, yeah, I'd be like the Anna Nicole Smith, but in the ass, the, <laughs> it would look, literally would look like someone had dug up the body of Anna Nicole Smith and had it surgically implanted into my ass. And in fact, if that is possible, if that's an option, I'll do it. Alright? That's what I want. I don't care I don't care about what the haters say. I don't care about what the dislikes crew say about it. I want to dig up Anna Nicole Smith's corpse and have it surgically implanted into my ass. Alright? And Gary V told me that nothing is impossible said that people will say it's impossible until you do it And That content is king and that you just gotta get after it you know you've just gotta grind you've just gotta hustle and if that hustle is getting the decomposed corpse of Anna Nicole Smith surgically implanted into the anus not even into the cheeks yeah if If those are your life goals, so fucking be it. Don't let anyone stand... No, don't listen to the negative voices in your life, of, like, your family, of medical professionals, of the police, of, you know, the people in the psychological ward that you're now in. Don't listen to those negative naysayers. You do you. Yes, queen! Okay, good. Right, probably got time for one more jam. And... What do we have? There's uh, sort of current value bit I'm just sort of confused by. I don't really understand it. It Let's uh, it's called Starliner. Uh it uh it's on souped up. We'll give it a go man. Let's give it a go. Value. I. It's called Starliner. I, I just don't, I don't know what to make of it, man. I don't. It's right. Okay. Well, I'm not happy about that outro. Not happy at all. Actually, that. Oh dear. Well, that. Yes. No. Hmm. I don't know. I'm. 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 i have listened to it a few. I mean, it's a bit fun. I quite like it. I don't know. I just. I just feel weird about it being current value. Um, what are people saying I bet it's dividing opinion in the uh, uh, in the chat oh yes we will have that new Gantra and ruin bit on this week. don't you worry about that um D is saying 10 out of 10 he would clang it that's nice. Um, Lee is enjoying it so that's a bit of common ground there between Lee and D uh, before their up- uh, upcoming fight um L-Tech, not happy not happy at all. Bildo, I think is uh, it seems all right. Is he's keen I reckon. I could I, I can see it. I can see it. Uh listen guys, yeah. It's pretty much the end of the show now. Five minutes left. You know outside time, isn't it? Uh yeah, so um no no update, yeah, on the um on the bug fixes for the app, the Android app still, uh still doesn't do its main, doesn't perform its main function, so that's a bit fun isn't it? So for the main function of the app that's uh, been released to not work, um, but the developers said, might have a few hours for it this week, so that's cool, um, but you, being that the old version of the app is still up on the Android store, you can use that for the live stream, and the new app for the uh, for the archive <sighs> Sweet baby Jesus! I'll have the one I'm building ready in a couple of months, <laughs> so <laughs> it'll be all right. Don't worry, don't worry. I, no one has died yet, um, but yeah. And the current iOS one on iOS thirteen, uh, yeah, that just opens the stream in the browser, which is a crude hack, but we'll get it sorted. I'll get it sorted. But the archive seems to work reasonably well for for both formats. So I guess it's just sort of an archive app. Yeah. Yeah, well, sorry to the people that it's upset. I know there's a lot of, um, I don't know, just delicate delicate people who listen to the show, uh, delicate flowers, and you know, I want to make sure that they're not you know triggered by apps that don't function in the way you might expect them to. And I'm very sorry about that. I will, you know, heads will roll and other uh, similar things. Um, guys, look. Yeah, where's the, uh, the, 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 the VIP list? Coming up at 11, your boy, my friend and yours, Parallax, Birdie Big Balls, Big Dick McGrew, they call him. Right, that's what my mum refers to him as, I don't know why. I don't want to pry too deeply, you know what I mean? I fucking... No, I'm getting... Let's no, it's, it's not, it's not worry about it. 11 o'clock, Parallax, roll call, for an hour, live, in your face. In and around your face. All over your hair, in your hair, uh, over your tits. Just, just everywhere. It's a mess. Yeah, but it's great. It's fine. Just enjoy it. It's only an hour. Just, it'd be fine. Um, and then what day is it today? Tuesday. That's it for for, 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 live, for live shows. Tomorrow, coffee and memes. Ob's in the morning. Power Gen at 11. Two hours of power. Eight o'clock. Gold top. Uh who are they are, Particle, a repeat of last week, but are well worth a listen. Fine shoe throwers, uh, thoroughly nice boys, um, I believe uh, they're on disassociative medication, and they're just, just, just talk, talking noise, you know, talking naughty, talking sexy, just exploring each other's bodies, just really getting to know each other in the safety of a radio show. So that's nice, that's a treat. Um, and we all know about Thursdays. You know, all, all the goodness is there. Anyway, look, guys, thank you for those who are supporting on the Patreon. You're a fine bunch. would be nothing without you. You are propping up station, propping up society. Uh, so I'm deeply grateful. Uh, if you want to support on Patreon, go to threshold.fm, go to donate. All the information you could ever need is there. Get your name on the VIP list. right out at the end of every show. Greg Conford, Oliver Hooper, Tom Ryan, Reese Moss, Squishy Beats. Polly Hunt and Kieran Armacherkazinski, Matty Tompkins, Dave Longjob, Potter Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patson, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Boulard, Jerome Valentine, about Mike Pye, Lilian Sub, Richard Francis, Thomas Ulcho, Ryder John Finneson, Big DL Creep, Bashad Lawson, Greif Cooper, Kenny Lightfield, James Perry, Henry Bartender, Ladies Quiffden, Lynn, the Manas Underwood, Dan Fucking Morris, Gold, No SD Days, James MC, Josh Win for a Should Be T, Car Crashie, But Dan Elston, Torin Willmore, Mr. Pope, Dark Progresses, Sidetrans, Actually Superior Tron Bass, Chris Brace, The Bill, Christopher Bartholomew, Owen Batesley, Fuller D, Daniel Genby, Francis, Matt Wright, Grant Sullivan, Tom Roberson. D- Dab, Smasher, Connors, Mike, Kim, and Kaiser, Chris, Shaw, Cosmic, Waff, Meat, Life, Nick, Prop, Sean, Sips, and Robin Card, Hugh, Dana, Zora, Hunt, The Hitch, Myself, Tech, A, Ben Vogue, Dan Tweed, Lupes, Lazar, Big Waj, My Hill, Mighty, Danny, Nick, Flaming, Carl Lewis, Gordon, and Liz, Carl Williams, Tom Skipper, Unfortunately, it's George DC, Anthony Sharp, Claudio, Love, Schmear, Schmier. Ben Edge, Strengmacher, Timid, John Forsight, some Pearson, Godlike, MC Hammer Daddy, Your Mum, Leonardo, Yves, and Big Eight. Bunch of bad motherfuckers, if ever I did see a list of bad motherfuckers. Guys, enjoy Parallax now on threshold.fm. I will see you tomorrow for more of this goddamn insanity. I'll do my best to not leave you for four days in a row again. I'll do my best. Guys, I love you. Uh, See you tomorrow.